0: Welcome to the Movie Planet, it's list time, it's Christmas time, it's time for us to list our top 10 Christmas movies of all time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With Joe. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, poor-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, impred, over-stuffed, ignorant, blunt, sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, dip-legged, spotty worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the talent? And Steve. Well, isn't that a pretty picture? Santa
1: rolling down the block in a panther. Well, kids, I I certainly hope you've been good this year,
0: because it looks like Santa just took out the Pearson home. It's coming! I know you hate Christmas. But what if it's all just a misunderstanding? Don't
1: care. Welcome to the Movie Planet Podcast. Joining me is Jolly St. Nick to my Hans Gruber. Yo, how's life?
0: That's great, Steve. Thanks for the intro. <laughs> Keep going, man. Okay, this week we are... what. You
1: were reading oh, it. I didn't read that part. I didn't read that. I didn't think you were recording. Okay. Uh, I'm recording. We're going to talk about our favorite Christmas movies, creating a solid top 10 of the holiday season. But first, what makes a great Christmas movie?
0: Well, Steve, I'm well, glad you asked. Christmas must be necessary for the movie to be a Christmas movie. Would you agree?
1: Mm, yes. I see where you're going with this. You're going to back me up into a corner. If
0: the movie can exist without Christmas, it is not a Christmas movie.
1: That is correct.
0: Okay. Which means if we take Christmas out of the movie, does the plot change at all? If it does, it's a Christmas movie. If it doesn't, it is clearly not a Christmas movie. It's just a movie that takes place during Christmas. But also...
1: Yes, okay. All right. That'll fall into my category because I'm thinking of different things. Okay. No, yeah, you are correct.
0: Okay. I also think it must have at least two Christmas songs in it.
1: Oh, well, that's your opinion, man. I don't think it needs to have anything, any Christmas songs in it.
0: Wouldn't you say that 50% of holiday cheer is based off of the music? 49%. That's a big chunk, so thank you for that concession. I appreciate that. (laughs) Now, we did this once before at the Movie Playground podcast with Joel and JC back in 2018, and here was the list they came up with back then. JC's top five. His number five was White Christmas. Have you seen White Christmas? Yes, I have. Okay, are you a fan of White Christmas? It's... It's a movie. Here were not his, a fan, but here, it's not bad. Here were his comments. He says, I cannot go through a Christmas without watching this film. It was one of my dad's favorites. I remember thinking great, uh, how great the singing and dancing was and I memorized every song. And then he said, the women were hot. Let's be honest there. Now. I, I mean, it's got a lot of Christmas in it. it That's for sure. Yes. His number four yeah. was a Charlie Brown Christmas. Now, Never seen it. Yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas came out on TV. It was not a movie theater thing because it's only like 25 minutes long. It's a half hour. So we're going to be excising this from the list. Okay. Yeah. Even though Joel and JC made a point of making it the number one Christmas song of our top 10 or Christmas movie of our top 10 list, it was not in theaters and we are excising this from the list. Uh, your thoughts?
1: It can't be considered a short film.
0: It's not a short film it was not in theaters.
1: It aired on TV. Do short films have to be in theaters? Yeah. Are all short films in theaters?
0: Do you have a short film on yours that's making the this pantheon? No. Okay, then what are we doing here? <laughs> just defending my boy. Yep. I'm just Is a Charlie Brown, Brown Christmas on your top 5?
1: No, it's not. Okay. But, I mean, I I don't want to dismiss it from a top ten, but I've I've never seen it, so I'm just making oh. sure that okay he's well represented. I just I always thought of it as a short film, but maybe, I don't. I guess I don't know. See, now I'm in. Now I'm. I might be watching this on my day off.
0: Okay. I don't want to. His number three was The Muppet Christmas Carol slash Mickey's Christmas Carol. Now, I left it to The Muppet one because Mickey was only on TV. It was never in the movies. Muppet was in the in the movies. Yes, Muppet was in the movies. Yes, and it has Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yes. Yeah. Uh, number two for him was The Night They Saved Christmas, and he actually writes down, this was a TV movie, so Joe will probably say it doesn't count. He's right. It doesn't. Yeah, and he says well, I then, can't find it on DVD, but it's on YouTube, so I watch it there.
1: Well, when you make your own rules,
0: I guess you can do whatever. <laughs> what a prick! <laughs> and his number one is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yes. Okay. Which I have a feeling is going to be on yours. Uh,
1: that is a TV, That is not a TV movie. That no, was, it was in not. The theaters.
0: Yes. Now Joel's top five. His number five was A Christmas Story. Uh, His number four was The Santa Claus. His number three, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which he claims is pound for pound the best Christmas movie.
1: But it's not the number one.
0: His number two is Home Alone. But then he says one is the top, but two is the funniest, including President-elect Donald Trump. That's how long ago this was. (laughs) I remember that podcast. (laughs) Yes. And his number one was Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: Which apparently is... Not included anymore.
0: Right, and, and my list is gonna be saved for later because some of them are still on my list and some have been moved off of it. But from the list of Joel and JC, I think we should take the following movies as possibilities for a top 10 in case the two of us have any overlaps in our top fives, you know, as we create this. But okay. as you said earlier, there'll be no overlaps. So no. here are some ones that got excised. Charlie Brown Christmas, The Night They Saved Christmas and Mickey's Christmas Carol. We're left with the following movies as honorable mentions in the event that we need to fill it in. Home Alone, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, The Santa Claus, A Christmas Story, Muppet Christmas Carol, White Christmas, Love Actually, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Jim Carrey version, Jingle All the Way, Christmas with the Cranks, Four Christmases, Santa Claus the movie, Fat Man and and Violent Night, which came out last year and was awesome. Red Guardian is Santa Claus.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. It was oh.
0: Home Alone and Die Hard wrapped in one. So you ready to get into this baby? Uh, I'm ready Santa baby. Okay. Okay. I will go first. So you will have the last word on the number ones. So okay. my number five Krampus. Uh, Krampus is the first horror Christmas movie I will ever admit to seeing. I didn't see Black Christmas or any of those. It's a fantastic blend of horror and comedy and message. There's a good message in it about family and selfishness and greed and every second is enjoyable. And and it's not James Wan scary, it's more gremlin scary. And there's a great great thing with the gingerbread men in the kitchen, which is fantastic watch.
1: I remember when this movie came out and it was the middle school kids were like dying to see this in the theater (laughs) and they absolutely, they liked it. And I remember you trying to, you were convincing me to watch it and I eventually did see it and I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, did it make, is it in my number five? No, it is not my number five, but it is. uh, I mean, I can't, you, you can flip a coin. Um, what is your number so five? You Tell my, my number five is kind of along the lines of that Christmas horror, I guess. I don't know. But it is The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> um, I look at this movie as art. And the fact that how it was shot, the stop motion, I absolutely love. Um, I am a huge proponent of the music. I love the music. And... Some debate, is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Um, I think it starts off as the premise of Halloween, just to kind of explain the backstory of that. But in the end, the main plot is to take over Christmas. So I look at it as a Christmas movie, plus the word Christmas is in the title.
0: So, So funny thing about this, we had this discussion in my class last year about Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? And there was a pretty lively debate in a middle school classroom about this, which I didn't expect to happen. Um, And in the end, I was the tiebreaker. And I said, it's absolutely a Christmas movie. Because Jack Skellington is trying to bring Christmas to Halloween Town. Is it Halloween Town? Is that where... I? Yeah. That, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes, I yeah. agree. If you don't have that, he has nothing to bring to it. So yes. it is a Christmas movie. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I like the songs. Like like there, there's more like
1: my kids have gotten into it over the last couple of years. Really? And it made me, it made me kind of, Oh, they like last year, they loved it. They were watching it in June. Yeah. <laughs> And, oh is that a Christmas movie then if you can watch it in June I'm mean, of course it is it's a Christmas movie you can watch it whenever you want it doesn't have to be watched at Christmas just because it's a Christmas movie <laughs> you can watch it whenever you want fine it's like does it have more meaning around the Christmas time sure maybe that's that's subjective but you can watch it whenever you want it's still a Christmas movie um they love Jack they love and but but the more I thought I dived into into kind of the background I I didn't even know Paul Rubens was one of the singers let alone that Danny Elfman sang all of Jack's songs I'm like whoa that's so cool I didn't know he I mean I know he was the he did the score and everything behind it but I didn't know he was one of the singers I thought that was
0: awesome nailed it all right so now our our number fours Uh, my number four National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation I think it is arguably the the best Griswold movie. Some would say it's Las Vegas vacation, but it's not. Or summer vacation for that matter. Uh, It is just the right amount of goofy to get you through the holidays. It's relatable because everybody has a cousin Eddie in their family. And if you don't know who it is, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But just... All the way through, everything in that movie as a child—it's an exaggeration. Like, for instance, the lights on the on the the roof and all that stuff. We all remember our parents putting the lights up and what a pain in the ass it was. And when you see to the degree that he's doing it, where it's like one foot apart, strings all the way through, or when he pulls out the lights and you just see them all in one gigantic ball, and he goes, "You here, you take care of this." <laughs> like, yeah. that, that was like the worst. It, This showed you all the worst parts of Christmas in the best way.
1: Uh, I agree with you. I wouldn't – it's not in my list at all, only because I was never into the National Lampoons. I just didn't get into it. Um, I really enjoy – is it the best? I think for me, I think you could flip a coin uh, with National Lampoons vacation. And this one – there's an argument to be made for both, so um, I didn't put it in mind only because I just wasn't into it. I guess call that what my family is. Do I know an Uncle Eddie in my family? On the Koji side, I don't know one. Call me yeah, the that minority. Comfortable, and it's not me. I'm not the Uncle Eddie. <laughs> not me. Yeah, that was uncomfortable.
0: Okay. Nah. Uh I'm okay, sorry. what's your number 4,
1: Steve? My number 4 is The Polar Express. <laughs> and with your eyes rolling, I could tell that you are just loving my list. Um, The Polar Express. Again, the music. If I look at it solely as a Christmas movie, the story is there. I love the story. Um, I guess call. I guess I got to throw a little bit of bias in there because I am a father, and the belief of Christmas and the essence of Christmas of what it's all about. I really enjoyed it. I saw the first time I saw this movie was before I had kids, and I thought that the message was good. My dad was my dad. One of my dad's favorite um, Christmas movies. Not his favorite, but it's one of the favorites. And when I watched it through that like that before I had kids, I completely agree with it. And after I had kids, I mean, my son, he loves trains and he loved it. And then the Christmas on top of it is his favorite holiday and he loved it that way. And then my daughter who saw it, she's also just loves the whole Christmas aspect of it. Um, I thought thought the songs are really good. Um, It had good variation of the type of songs. And it kind of gets you in the heartstrings a little bit. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's biased as a parent, but I I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And that, that is why it makes my top
0: five. i I'm And you know what, Steve? I think it's a very good Christmas movie. I think it is. Uh, I do recall having a conversation with you around the first year or two that you were showing this to your children. hmm where we were talking on the phone and you said, oh, God damn it. And I said, what? You said, Shh, they found the Polar Express and it's playing again. Mm-hmm. You are not happy about the fact that you had to watch the Polar Express again. So is this really one of your favorites? It's not one of my favorites
1: to <laughs> binge multiple times. Every day, <laughs> I will, I good, will succeed but, to that. But what but, movie would be that's exactly my point, right? You know? Right, so, right,
0: right. I'm just giving a little mean, pushback. That's all. I'm just giving a little pushback. That's it. Just I mean,
1: t- Mas- Masters of the Universe is good to watch. I'll watch that every day. Uh, no, you'll listen um, to the podcast every day, but you won't watch that I'll movie ever. No, <laughs> <that's, that's true. laughs> so, I mean, to kind of revisit it once or twice a year around that time. I, I I, think it's, now it's, with my family, it's a movie that needs
0: to be watched every year. Question, because I, I didn't have this movie on, the honorable mentions, Elf. Is Elf a better movie than the Polar Express? Yes. Is Elf a better Christmas movie than the Polar Express? Yes. Should Elf be in that spot then, since you've said yes twice to both of those?
1: Okay. Well, we're not done with our list, is it?
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) And I got so excited. Okay, ready? Number three. My number three is Die Hard. And I know that this is the debate we've been having since the 1980s about whether or not it's a Christmas movie. Ladies and gentlemen, let me clear this up for all of you. It takes place during Christmas at a Christmas office party. He is coming back home from New York to LA where his wife moved with the kids for the first time to celebrate Christmas with the children. Its score is 90% Christmas carols. The only reason he is going out there is to open presents with the kids on Christmas. Deny it. Now, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I was thinking about this in the car ride because I knew this was going to get brought up. Yes. So if the plot stays the same, yep. And instead of Christmas, it's a birthday party. Is this a birthday movie?
0: Well, then you no. Because okay. because how? First of all, there wouldn't be a birthday party for the kids at the office at the office party.
1: Okay. So. It's not really, okay. So bad holiday example. Make it (laughs) Valentine's Day.
0: Make it Valentine's Day, okay.
1: Is it about, would it be considered a Valentine's Day movie?
0: No, because there's no Valentine's Day songs.
1: Uh, Oh, any love song would be considered a Valentine's Day song. Oh, that's a cop out. That's a cop
0: out, you know it. Also, you wouldn't get lines like, ho, 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 now I've got a gun. You don't say that during Valentine's Day.
1: I mean, at a work party, jerk, uh, you know, joking around, you could.
0: Joking around ho, at a work ho, party? Ho. Yeah, and what, during February 14th? You, wouldn't people think you're a little out of season, man?
1: Well, I mean, when you say ho, 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 and then ho, ho, ho.
0: You know, Steve, I think that you have a needle right now, and you're trying to poke the balloon, but you're realizing you're just hitting a cement wall. I mean, I'm just, I, I mean, I'm poking,
1: and... I, I just—if you completely replace the holiday with a different holiday, I mean, in my mind, I think you can, and that's my opinion.
0: Well, that be okay. That's
1: why I don't think that it can be considered a Christmas. Well, then we'll just no, no,
0: we'll just turn the tables around here on Nightmare Before Christmas. He wants to bring Valentine's Day to Halloween Town. Well, you know what? Walk into my my world.
1: Then okay. Then fine. We'll remove Die Hard and we'll remove Nightmare Before
0: Christmas. Steve, I'm so glad for this because I was preparing for this. I know you were. I know I was. And so for my number three, I will replace Die Hard with Love Actually. Okay. Love Actually takes place during Christmas, during office Christmas parties, people flying to meet with people during Christmas time. It is a Christmas-centric movie. And ultimately, one of the greatest rom-coms ever written also.
1: Well, I've never seen Love, actually. So I don't have a whole lot of defense to go with it, so...
0: Uh oh. as of right now, I got to take your word for it. So Steve, I've never seen it. let's talk about your nightmare before Christmas. Now, what are you changing it to? Well, I'll just stick with almost
1: the, kind. I'll change it to Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that way I, I'm agreeing with you then Krampus it is. So you got, so we
0: got an overlap in there now to be, because that
1: would have been in my top 10 if I had to choose 10.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Krampus Krampus. Okay. Um, Okay. So my diehard is now love actually. Okay. So what's your number three?
1: My number three is how the Grinch stole Christmas Jim Carrey edition. Um, I went, was going back and debating, do I do the original? Do I do the Jim Carrey edition? And I think with the point that you made about Charlie Brown almost made solidified the choice that I made. Yeah. Um, because I don't, I mean, I know it came out a long time ago, but it that it was that was a TV movie. Uh, should I say, correct the original? Yes. Okay. And the fact that Jim Carrey absolutely is insane in that role just takes that to a whole new level. Do I dare even debate that might be his best act acting he's ever done? Um, the makeup was great. The acting is my number one in that movie alone. And I think it's actually a good rendition of the original story with a little bit added to it. And I mean, I, I know I'm a music guy, but I'm not a huge fan of the music, but you can't have the Grinch without Christmas. So very true. That's why I absolutely, that would definitely be my
0: number three. Okay. Um, what if it was how the Grinch stole Valentine's day?
1: (laughs) It wouldn't work because the Grinch is associated with Christmas.
0: Uh, The Grinch is not associated with anything. It's a Dr. Seuss fiction. I'm going to do this the whole time. (laughs) Since this was your argument. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. Ready for your number twos? Uh, Number two, yes. Okay. My number two is Scrooged, which I think is the most fun take of the Charles Dickens classic, Bill Murray as your your Scrooge, if you will, takes place in the 1980s in yuppie New York. Uh, and he's gotta be visited by three ghosts and they teach him how to be kind again to other people during this wonderful Christmas season. If and it, Bill Murray, this is him at the height of his powers. Also, if you don't watch through the credits, you really have no soul. Cause the credits themselves, I, I remember seeing this in a theater uh, a couple of years ago during the Christmas season and people stay through the th- uh, the credits and it's just like, it's fun. People are just having a good time. It, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's a ball. It just fills you up with good feelings all the way through, but it's so damn funny also. Like, him, he's basically a TV exec trying to create the perfect Christmas movie for Christmas uh, he's so ruthless. At one point, they take a mouse and the guy the prop guy goes, "I can't get the antler stuck to the mouse's head." And he goes, "Have you tried staples?" You know. And you hear stuff like that and you're like, "Jesus, this guy is awful. I love it." It's also got Bobcat Goldthwaite in it. You're Help me out. Okay. Um he was a he was always a weird guy in the 80s who kind of talked like this. Now I feel stupid doing that. No, I can't help you out because you haven't seen the movies. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So anyway, Scrooged is my my number two. Okay, Steve, what's your number two?
1: My number two is Elf. I hate Elf Uh, so much. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go back to just like how I had for number three. My number one for that was um, the acting. Number two, Elf. Will Ferrell is the acting. And I remember when I first saw it, I was just annoyed with Will Ferrell's acting and just how pure and innocent it was. And then the more I watched it, the more I kind of like maybe this is just this This is a different kind of comedy that it's, that that I'm no, it, it wasn't the original Will Ferrell comedy that I was used to, which was the slapstick, you know gross kind of jokes. So this was a little different. And again, it's it's elf it's elves it's christmas it's santa coming from the north pole traveling doing all that other stuff so i mean christmas is part of it
0: um you can't have elf without christmas he literally is working for santa yes so and i just thought it was a cool take
1: on um you know the differences between elves and you know a human growing up there and how it would be and then the whole and i i'm a huge James Conn fan yes I love my favorite James Conn movie is Rollerball okay okay, no uh (laughs) and The Way of the Gun those are my two favorite James (laughs) Conn movies
0: I was like he's gonna say Godfather you know (laughs) Rollerball you don't like Rollerball it's just when people list off their favorite James <laughs> Conn movies, that's never even remotely near the list. So you must oh. be a James Conn fan if Rollerball, to you, is Elite <laughs> Con. <laughs> I thought I really liked, I like the movie
1: Rollerball. I mean, Call Me Bias, it's one of my dad's favorites, but, I mean, that's what I grew up. And, and that might have been the first James Conn movie that I saw. I don't know. I can't remember, but... I When I think of James Caan, I immediately think of Rollerball.
0: That's the movie I ever saw, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't disagree with you more. I couldn't okay. agree with you more. Okay. Mine not for our number ones. Uh, my number one is A Christmas Story. First of all, there's something to be said for the fact that this movie has played on 24-hour loops on TNT and TBS for the last 30 years. Okay, there it is a staple of Christmas. As a kid, I remember watching this movie and it being one of those first movies I could literally watch over and over again during the holidays. It is one of the most quotable movies of all time. And it's arguably the greatest F word ever uttered in movie history. And they don't even say the actual F word. Yeah. That That's is true. Mo- no, Steve, what is yours well before i go into mine i mean <laughs> great here we go i was real
1: i was really wrestling around with you know, no i mean I, I i agree with a lot of what you said about a christmas story the only reason why it's not in my top five is because i i I've, it, it almost sounds like you grew up with the movie correct i think everybody grows
0: up with this movie because it's on a 24-hour loop all the time
1: i never saw this movie
0: till i was an adult to be fair I understand you are probably watching Rollerball. Certainly a possibility. <laughs> it probably at your age probably looked old and you were probably turned off by the aesthetic.
1: Could be. I don't know. But I just... <laughs> Not, I just I saw it when I was adult it's a good movie not disagreeing with you at all it's mm-hmm. a great you, you, it's it's a good Christmas movie my number one is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen Christmas is about Santa
0: no it's about no, Jesus there's a,
1: there's a little, there's a little debi- there is a little debate
0: Easter is about bunnies <laughs>
1: It all depends on your line of thinking.
0: <laughs> I mean, I didn't bring in the nativity. Okay, Sinner, let's know, go. A top movie. Let's go, Sinner. All right. <laughs> we'll do I'm Passion of the first. Christ around. We'll do Passion of the Christ around Easter. I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, that's an Easter movie. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the Santa Claus. I mean, it's got Santa in it. You see multiple santas at one point well yeah i guess i don't know maybe not but i it's you can't t- if you take christmas out of this movie it's you got nothing
0: i completely agree okay?
1: if this this movie doesn't the movie doesn't exist now it's i don't condone any of the ones after that i'm not even going to talk anymore about those i'm talking about the very first the original it's tim allen at his in his prime i think he was in towards the end of doing home improvement starting to get more into film and i don't know if this was his first film that he had done if it's not his first it ain't his third and he knocks it out of the park he really does all right he takes kind of that comedy that he used in home improvement that made him so successful and he put it into this movie and i think he plays it off well he makes a great Santa, and, and I think they're making a. Four,
0: I think they're making a fourth one.
1: Well, I know. I thought they did like a TV series. It might be on Disney Plus. That's what it is. Like a, yeah, yeah. I think that's what they did. Never saw that. Like I said, I'm not a fan of the two and three and whatever this series was. I haven't seen them. So, call me original, but that's my number one.
0: Um, I'll say this though there is one movie I would put at my number one, if it was in theaters and it wasn't because it was during the pandemic and it was released on Netflix and it's called the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell as Santa Claus.
1: I've heard a lot of good reviews about it. and It's something I still haven't seen.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you watch that movie sometime in the next couple months, well, sometimes mm-hmm. this month, cause it's December right now, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you Christmas Chronicles would be on your top five. It's, okay. it is awesome. It, it has that Santa Claus feel to it, but with that Kurt Russell swagger. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we got ourselves a list of nine movies, which means we'll have to add another one in at some point. So, Let's now put this all together into a proper top 10 list. Now, I am willing to concede the number one spot to the Santa Claus. Okay, I can't agree with you more. If a Christmas story could be number two. I agree. Okay, so we'll put Santa Claus, not Santa Claus, an indented Santa Claus, an indented one, and this would be a Christmas story. Okay, now, now we get into the meat and potatoes, Steve. Now we get into time to argue. Uh, we have Scrooged, Elf, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Love Actually. I would glad I would gladly put Love Actually at the bottom spot of those four. If I can have Scrooge in the fourth spot.
1: Oh, I was about to give you Scrooge number three, and I've never even seen the movie, only because I know the story yeah. of Scrooge, and and the only Scrooge story that a movie that I've actually only really seen is the Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, really? And I liked it, but. I I don't think it's aged well with me. Wait, you you didn't see
0: you didn't see Disney's Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey as Scrooge. No, the animated one.
1: Nope, didn't see it. So I would be willing. I mean, I'll let you choose three or four, but I think that Scrooge definitely needs to be up there. And this is with me not never even seeing the movie. (laughs) So in the number
0: three spot, Elfer Scrooged. Because the number six is going to be Love After. That's a tough
1: one. That's
0: a tough one. Love Actually, I'm going to put in the number six spot. (laughs) Although it may drop even further than that, depending on what we have later on there. See, shame is that Die Hard would have been one of those top five movies, but we had to have a discussion about that. (laughs) And the other sad part is that Nightmare Before Christmas could have been a top six movie. But you had to bring up some things here that uh, are what they are.
1: It's. It, 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 you said it right there. You took the words out of my mouth. They are what they are, and I, I. I. I get it. So, okay. So going back to the original question, screws or Elf? I mean, you
0: really can flip a coin. I'm gonna. I'm gonna and, make the decision for you. Elf goes next. Okay. Okay. And I hate Elf. But I know. Why do you hate Elf? Because at that point, I was. I remember. I was all Will ferrell out at that point, and. For me, this movie was kind of like, there's a certain level of cheese I will allow a Christmas movie. There's a certain level of it where I'll sit there going, okay, I buy in. The whole ending, let's all sing together, blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. This is not, I am not. No, 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 no. New Yorkers would not react like that. They'd keep on moving.
1: Now if you keep talking like this, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not hide. I'm telling you why. <laughs> Fuck else. <Now, laughs> <laughs> okay. Says a guy this is a guy who supports the killing of younglings. <laughs>
0: It was necessary for the story. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Elf is number three, because you, you're you right. That movie is more Christmas-centric when it comes to the mythology of Christmas than it is the spirit of Christmas, which is Scrooge. Okay. I think Scrooge could take place at any point in time, but you didn't make that argument, so it's staying on the list, baby! <laughs> I, I've never seen the movie, so I can't. Scrooge is number four, and then we'll put what was it?
1: You the Grinch. You want to knock down Scrooge during oh the 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 Grinch Nightmare. No, not
0: Nightmare. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Jim Carrey. Um I am going to suggest something. If we both haven't seen it, it should go lower on the list. Because we're both in our 40s now. We've seen a lot of Christmas movies. If you haven't seen one, that's a problem. What are your thoughts on that? Well,
1: I I don't know. I don't think I've seen a whole lot of Christmas movies. And, yes, I know I'm in my 40s. But I think it's all relative on the type of person. I mean, I'm not a huge Christmas movie fan, so I'm going to stay away from those. I mean, the only time I'm going to watch them is around Christmas time. And I only have, like, my five movies that I'm gonna watch. And these you are the know? five? So I mean, and and, the, and these are gonna be the five. Well, I mean, there's there might be a couple more that, you know, rudely got taken out, but um
0: Gremlins. Uh, the Mogwai is literally a Christmas gift. Could be a birthday gift too. It's a gift.
1: I don't. I, it, it goes in my die-hard conundrum where I don't think it's a Christmas movie.
0: No, that's fine. I there's nothing wrong, Steve, with being wrong. There's, I mean, there's a lot of people is, who are wrong every that's single day. Subjective. There's a lot of people who are wrong every single day. And if anything, Steve, you are part of the world. The world right now,
1: which is wrong. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I could not. I could not agree with you
0: anymore. I know you could be wrong. You You're could right. be you could, you could be exactly. Okay. Yes. So, and then we've got the Polar Express, National okay. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Krampus. Which, wh- what order would you put those in for seven, eight, and nine?
1: Polar Express National Lampoons
0: and then Krampus okay well we definitely agree on Krampus <laughs> so Krampus will be the nine spot and now we're going to put our movie planet hats on Steve <clears throat> you, re- you ready you ready okay you ready Christmas movies okay gotcha okay Go you on. ready I'm going to say the following, and I have a feeling you will agree. The CGI in the Polar Express is absolutely atrocious today. Correct. And being that you have to watch it in that fashion the entire time now, puts Christmas Vacation above it, simply because it's dated. CGI
1: standpoint, I agree with that. But I'm looking at it as a Christmas movie. And the soul story and the spirit of Christmas I believe is more in a Polar Express than it is in National Lampoons. Okay.
0: Allow me...
1: From the story standpoint. Well... That's how I'm looking at
0: it. How is Polar Express more a Christmas movie than Christmas Vacation?
1: It's the spirit of believing. And that is... Almost, I don't want to say. I mean, you have you have Santa Claus in there, and believing in that whole aspect. He right? shows the, up at the end. The true spirit, well, of course. Yeah, you save the best part for the end, Santa. Okay, it's the journey and the travel and the arc of the kids, and them See, going from not believing to believing. Especially your main character. I mean, all the characters have that have that arc.
0: Santa's in
1: Christmas Vacation. Yes, he is. I mean, you're in that too. But I think there's more of a spirit and the essence of Christmas and what Christmas truly is all about. I believe it's the Polar Express. The art of believing. And that's almost the same as what... uh, the santa clauses is. believing is seeing
0: seeing is not believing you just said believing wait. is seeing though if you if you believe wait you did not press you did not prepare for a cross examination today
1: I? I did not i did not prepare <laughs> for that one i I, pull, I literally pulled that one out of my butt i'm trying to think of the line from the damn movie what i love what, what i love steve I is that fumbled it
0: up. what i love steve is that you turned it into a court case with the die hard thing and now the lawyer here is going after you. And I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> okay. This is why we have such a wonderful blooming relationship. Let's do, uh, let's do Polar Express next. I mean, I, I, I want to hear the, the, the rebuttal. The rebuttal? I want to hear the rebuttal. I want to hear the rebuttal on that. I think you are, you, you are owed that. I, I, a rebuttal? No, there's no rebuttal. You're the defendant, not me. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're what defending a... the movie. I don't need to rebut anything. I just simply challenged you. You, you're re, you, you said was the rebuttal. A okay. rebuttal to a rebuttal. That's just back and forth bullshit.
1: It's cross double cross examination.
0: Okay, so yep. Polar Express and then National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is a tragedy that it's that low. <laughs> but you know, you've never been into that because. And, but that makes sense it totally makes sense that you would put it below that. I understand that mm-hmm. because your take on comedies is unbelievable. <laughs> like it's almost legendary as to how off you can be with comedies. Um, Ready? What are your thoughts on Dumb and Dumber? I love Dumb and Dumber. Okay. What are your thoughts on Teen Titans Go the Movies? to be right that's good yeah I mean, you, you, you're kind of all it's the exact same type of humor <laughs> <sighs> okay so Krampus is number nine now we have a number 10 spot Steve we got to fill in here okay so
1: oh so we need to go back to that list of honor those well here here on. we have
0: we have let's see I can take National Lampoon's certification off I can take Santa Claus all off right. Christmas Story off um I also posit that Die Hard and Gremlins are up for the grabs on this one. Um, Home Alone.
1: Those two are not on the list.
0: That's because I did it before. Notice that Nightmare Before Christmas isn't on there either. So. That's That's why I'm not agreeing to have it. When I look at this list, I think Home Alone. However. Home Alone falls into the die-hard category according to your cross-examination. If it's a birthday party they're going to... It is a birthday no, party. It's Jesus's you birthday. Take... You could take Christmas completely out of this and
1: the plot is still the same. Everything's okay. still safe.
0: And I was thinking about this, and there is one piece of this that counters that argument, that is when one of the robbers comes in through the window, he steps on what? Christmas ornaments. Glass. Christmas ornaments. If if Christmas wasn't a part of the movie, those ornaments aren't there for him to put on the ground.
1: I mean, that's just what happened to be readily available. Could have had something else if it wasn't there Maybe he puts
0: Legos down I don't know It gave us one of the best modern Christmas songs of all time That John Williams composed Oh There you are I mean it's a good song yeah, It's a good intro It's the theme of the whole movie
1: Is it? Yeah Carol the bells that's the, that we're talking about? No, Carol the bells. What the? Oh, I'm thinking of the Santa Claus. Never mind. You're gonna make me. I do guess this. I don't know it. I guess I don't know it. Play it. I think I saw Home Alone as an adult. I didn't grow up with it. a <laughs> me.
0: Somewhere in my memory lies the joy of Christmas.
1: Well, before I heard that I was just, just because kids sing it and there's bells doesn't make it a Christmas song. I mean, we had kids singing in solo, you know, um,
0: I... so I, I posit that home alone. I I've said this before that it's not, but I think it can be, uh, is there one on there that you think could be? For the last spot? Yeah.
1: Oh, take off Santa Claus the movie. No. Um why why? Oh, sorry, that's Dudley Moore.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um sorry. Uh
0: And the flying sled that's uh powered by candy canes? that ended up exploding.
1: It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. That is my, one of my wife's favorite movies for Christmas time. Uh, okay. First off, do we want to go with the realization that there's a lot of these that I have? There's like maybe half
0: of them. I haven't seen violent night. What Set are some Man. What are some movies you have seen? I'm curious about that. What are some Christmas movies you have seen that, that we didn't go Jesus. over? Jesus.
1: I can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh oh, um geez oh Pete's. Um God, the
0: <laughs> I can't James Stewart. Jim Stewart? Jimmy What's Stewart? Jimmy Are you talking are you talking about It's a Wonderful Life? Yes, it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful that, life. I mean, oh it's a wonderful life came out in mid-January.
1: I I would or rearrange the Die Hard argument with that one.
0: Jimmy Stewart. I don't think it's... Yeah, I was going to say, it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. life. It has nothing to do with Christmas. Well, if
1: you were to ask a random person on the street if that's a Christmas movie, they probably would say yes. They associate it with Christmas because Christmas just happens to be happening during that movie. And that's... I don't think it's a Christmas movie.
0: Okay. (laughs) I mean, Let's go back to what I asked then. What are some Christmas movies you've seen that are not on the list? I can't think of any off
1: the top of my head because I'm not a Christmas movie guy.
0: (laughs) I've already explained that. I feel like I need to defend that again. Okay, Steve. Then I'm going to say that I think, you know what? Let's see. You know what I'm going to do? now I'm going to look up some maybe it's just something I'm thinking
1: but then again if I can't think of anything off the top of my head it should be on my top 10
0: Nightmare Before Christmas can you have that movie without Christmas no Die Hard can you have that movie without Christmas yes but the argument against one is the same for the other.
1: So if I take my arguments as well, he's trying let's just, okay, well then I'll I'll succeed that because if he goes within another door with all of those other doors that are on there for Jack's going to go in and he probably would be the same, if we went into the saint patrick's day door or if we went into the valentine's day door or if we went into
0: the easter door so i will succeed i will put my so we can so then we can put, agree put my hands down with that we can agree yep. then that according to your argument if some writers came in and just changed everything christmas to something else the story would still work yeah you have the exact same lines you have the exact same everything It's just whenever there's a word Christmas or something Christmas to do they go to a different holiday with a different something to do
1: okay yeah
0: and okay that's a pretty big ass hypothetical <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty big, if it, that's like if saying you if, if, put it if you if rewrite you the whole movie, head, it's you,
1: not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Well, you're not rewriting the whole movie.
0: You're taking the. uh, I I, I see. I was willing to say this. I was willing to say this, and that is that if it came to ranking the two, Nightmare Before Christmas, I think is more a Christmas movie than Die Hard is. I would say that. They're both Christmas Uh movies, but Nightmare I would rank above it. Yeah, but if I'm gonna have that, I'm not gonna back on my saying. I don't
1: want to back myself into a corner.
0: Why? We know in a week you're going to listen to the podcast and then change your mind again. See, now you're sitting my <laughs> credibility out there. And you
1: know how I feel about that. I am triggered.
0: <laughs> you know how sensitive I am. How sensitive you are.
1: <laughs> your balls are showing. <laughs> so you Okay, want- here's what I've seen. Here's what I've seen. Oh, no, it didn't come out in theaters
0: jesus christ i was gonna say the garden is a galaxy holiday special y- y- shut your mouth no <laughs> jesus christ is edward scissorhands a christmas movie no that takes place during christmas actually it takes place during winter
1: okay I'm going through like those, these lists that I found a list here.
0: Yeah. That's like saying Lord of the Rings. That's a Christmas movie, right? Batman returns. Not a Christmas movie. (laughs) These are, is this a list of movies people like to watch around Christmas? No, Christmas happens to be going on during that time. It happens. Okay. But it's not essential to the plot. It's It's essential to the plot in nightmare. It's essential to the plot in Die Hard. It's not essential to the plot. It you can't say it isn't, Steve. It is. The only re- the only purpose for him going out west is Christmas. Yep. <laughs> it's the only reason. <laughs> And you know it, you know it.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Kind of want to rewatch it now.
0: As you should, every Christmas season. (laughs) Watch it whenever. I mean, the main thing is. So if I've got you on the wagon, Steve, or partially on the, you got one foot on the wagon. Can we agree then, Nightmare Before Christmas should be the number 10 spot? I don't want to. (laughs) Which is funny because you nominated the movie. (laughs) I know, I know. But you're so stubborn, you don't want to back onto it because of the Die Hard thing. I mean, I would choose the Santa Claus. You did, the Santa Claus is number one.
1: No, Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore.
0: But you also say you haven't seen that.
1: I have seen it. It's just been a
0: long time. Okay. It's got Santa in it. Like It hasn't aged well. Christmas Chronicles made Santa Claus the movie irrelevant. you look oh, at the time? I mean, yeah, we're 48 minutes in. No, no, no. I, my alarm's going off oh. from my watch. I wanna give you this gift of Nightmare Before Christmas. I wanna give I this gift feel to you. like I it's. I feel I, like it's gonna
1: bite me in the ass later.
0: It's number 10 on the list. How is that gonna bite you on the ass?
1: I, there's no such thing as a free lunch.
0: There is such thing as free lunch. This is called Christmas. It's called generosity, giving. I'm giving up my diehard for your Nightmare Before Bullshit Christmas. I'm telling you, I I feel
1: like the horse in Ren and Stimpy. stumpy. No sir, I don't like it.
0: You don't have to like it. You just have to accept it and say thank you for this Christmas gift. God, you are I'm what generous, kind, wonderful.
1: You you should have you you, no, you, you, you you'd be God, you're the perfect salesman.
0: I'm you selling you on your own yes, idea. So I'm, all... <laughs> I'm selling you on your idea.
1: Bad Santa? I've seen bad Santa.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: No, I hate to. I feel like there's a hidden agenda. There is no hidden agenda. You know what? Okay, fine. I will agree with you that
0: The Nightmare Before Christmas is better than Die Hard. So, we now have a top 10 list. Number one is yes, the, number ten is Nightmare Before Christmas. Number nine is Krampus. Number eight is National Lampoons Christmas Vacation. Number seven, Polar Express. Number six, Love Actually. Number five, the Grinchy Stool Christmas, Jim Carrey version. Number four, Scrooged. Number three, Elf. Number two, a Christmas story. And number one, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Now, there's we get Steve, one ornament to hang on the tree. So, which movie do you want to hang off the branches of this Tapton list? You get to choose whatever movie you wish. I'll tell you what I'm choosing Die Hard, motherfucker. <laughs> Die Hard is on mine. What is yours?
1: Hey, you know, this. Uh, the, oh, God. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I feel like I need to. You know, I think I've actually seen that Christmas ornament. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you seen the, um, the Have you seen the uh, the calendar that has Hans Gruber dropping from the uh, the tower uh, every day of the mo- uh, month of December?
1: Oh yeah, I yeah, because so. well, it's I a Christmas it, movie. <laughs> it could be an advent calendar,
0: it, which um, you use during okay. Christmas. <laughs> I've seen
1: I've seen Easter ones. Bullshit! You have. It's like for Lentz. Lentz (laughs) is Advent. It's the same thing. Mm.
0: Okay, what's your ornament? What's your ornament you're hanging Um, off? Say say eight crazy nights. Throw a Hanukkah one in there. (laughs)
1: I've never seen it, or else I would. I'm not a Christmas movie guy. Um, That's a Hanukkah uh, movie. It's it's the same thing. No,
0: it's not.
1: The essence is there. Okay. Um, going back to the original. Yes, statue, Steve, what is the if ornament? If I can hang one ornament on there, which one would I do? Uh, a Muppet's Christmas Carol. I grew up with that one, and I've always been a Muppets fan. That's the only Muppet movie. that's. It, it's up there. I recently watched another Muppet movie, and I realized how terrible it was. Which one? Treasure...
0: Treasure Island. Island. Yes. With Tim Curry. Yes. It's terrible. Uh, Maybe I need to rewatch this. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. It's bad. Oh no. I don't like that at all. (laughs) I don't like that at all. Okay. So there is what's hanging off our branches. Muppet Christmas Carol and the action Christmas movie. Die Hard. Um, Go ahead. So
1: normally when you're hanging up your ornaments, and I think I – I don't know if this is a valid question. or Normally when you're hanging up your ornaments on a tree, there are certain spots that are more favorable than others. You know, you want (laughs) the ones that are front center. You want your ones that are kind of near the top. And you want your ones that are on the bottom that, you know what, if they break, you know, it's okay. You know, you kind of tend not to put your most fragile ones, you know, kind of there because you never know the dog or something (laughs)
0: That Die Hard, where would you hang that on the tree? <laughs> are you not done arguing at this point? Okay. And would you put it in the back
1: of the tree? Because there are a lot of ornaments on there, and some of them you feel bad if you don't hang it up, but it's not one of the best ones. You kind of hang it towards the back.
0: Okay, you ready for this? I'm, I'm going to get a little weird on this one. Uh, if our top ten list is the stem of the tree going all the way to the star. Okay. Okay. Then I would put Die Hard... right in the middle of the tree front and center because it was my number three on my list and so that's exactly where it would end up
1: so how i usually rank the ornaments and where you put them on the tree your number one has got to be front and center in the middle because that's the one you're going to see the most not necessarily towards the top
0: now, if to the art of the stars. Um, that that those are the expensive ones. You don't want the dog knocking over.
1: Well, I'll tell you, it's a long fall if it actually does. Mm. Um, but then again, you'd want to put those up there. The kids don't get uh, get to them. They're a little bit out of reach. Those are the ones mom and dad hang up, and not the kids. Right. So okay, so Die Hard right there in the middle. Yeah, that kind of makes
0: sense. So it's Die Hard too. Die Hard two would be on the the Obama's branch. Like, dog, you can knock that shit over. It's all right.
1: But the flame going up to the plane is so cool.
0: It's also not realistic. Jet (laughs) fuel does not do that. (laughs) It's
1: so cool. I'll I'll succeed that one. Um, So the Muppets Christmas Carol, as much as it needs to go on the tree, it would be on the side of the tree. It's in a stocking? It would be on the side of the tree. Oh,
0: like here's the tree. It's over there on the side. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of see it
1: as you walk by one direction. But it's it hasn't aged well with me. And that's surprising because it does bring a lot of nostalgia whenever I see it. Like, oh, I remember like kind of, you know, watching this when I was a kid. But I'm like at the same time. Ring. That's a bummer. Not my favorite. You know who's not happy not my about favorite. that? JC.
0: Young Joe. Really? For Halloween, dressed up as Kermit the Frog.
1: Uh, So you're bringing in Halloween
0: to a Christmas podcast. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Should we talk? That's not a Halloween movie. No, but it's definitely bringing Halloween into a Christmas movie. It's just the premise. It's just how it starts off. Okay. It's not a
1: Halloween movie.
0: Well now we've got our top ten list with our ornaments. I'm so glad you did say, now which one should we put as the star? No. <laughs> the fuck! Well, I mean we brought it up.